Position players have reported to Camelback Ranch, and Rick Hahn provides insight on the Elvis Andrews signing, as well as what it means for Romy Gonzalez. Make no mistake about it, Yasmani Grandal is the catcher, not the designated hitter. How does Yaz plan on staying behind the plate this season? Also, Tim Anderson provides a simple but direct quote regarding Jose Abreu. You are Locked On White Sox, your daily Chicago White Sox podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Sox fans, welcome to Locked On White Sox. Thank you for making Locked On White Sox your first listen each and every day. We're free and available on all platforms. Follow us on Twitter at Locked On Socks. Also, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, just search Locked On White Socks. Hey, I'm your host, Nick Murawski, a lifelong diehard Chicago White Sox fan, recording this podcast just blocks from the ballpark in beautiful Bridgeport. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore uh, GGTB. Locked On White Sox is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team. Every day, Lance Lynn and Tim Anderson have provided some early quotes worth paying attention to. Uh, Pedro Grifol likes what he sees from Yasmani Grandal, but why should we expect more from Yaz? And with Elvis Andrews back on the team, what happens to Gonzalez, Sosa, and Garcia? Hey, welcome back to Locked on White Sox. Position players are here uh, in Glendale, Arizona. Thank you for continuing to pass this podcast along to other White Sox fans in your life as the Sox get ready for their first game of the spring uh, this Saturday, February 25th, and it's going to be uh, televised, so take advantage of that. Hey, uh, Wednesday is Mailbag Wednesday, so if you haven't already, get in your questions and comments. Uh, you can email them at LockedOnSocks at gmail. Uh, com. I've got some great ones already as we start to reimagine a little bit uh, some of the projections uh, that uh, were made by baseball pundits regarding this White Sox team now that Elvis Andrews uh, has signed and is returning to the South Side. Uh, I don't know if you've ever heard this. Uh, you play like you practice and practice how you play. Uh, I used to hear that a lot growing up, playing Little League and uh, you know, all different kinds of levels of baseball up until I got to high school. And then I had a pitching coach that used to uh, say slash yell, uh, practice does not uh, make perfect. Perfect practice makes perfect. I don't know if you ever heard that one, if that's even possible, but it sure seems like that is what Pedro Grifol and the coaching staff are trying to implement uh, early on. You know, ramp up the intensity a little bit. Uh, create a game-like situations uh, so they are ready to go, hitting the ground running uh, come opening day. We received a lot of information uh, from Rick Hahn on the Elvis Andrews uh, signing. He talked on Monday to the media. Uh, Elvis Andrews is back. We've got the veteran presence, a good clubhouse guy. Uh, was this a guy that was maybe on Pedro Grifol's wish list early on? Uh, it, it, the White Sox were definitely on Elvis Andrus's wish list. And, you know, this was the first time, again, he hit free agency in his career. And 
wanted to come back to the White Sox, but you know, wanted to see what was out there as a natural shortstop. I'm sure he might have been a little anxious uh, moving to second base, knowing that that was going to have to be the case uh, if if he returned to the south side. Uh, so could have Andres been on Grafol's wish list? I'm not sure, but you know, he sure fits in the chemistry. Uh, you know, way of thinking of things, you know, with Grafol and communication and team culture and trying to change everything and, and put the this team in a different direction. Uh, Elvis Andrews seemed to be a well-liked guy and it's good to have him back. This is what Rick Hahn had to say uh, on Monday. Everyone saw what he was capable of doing on the field over his stretch of time with us, uh, which obviously was extremely productive. What many people who weren't close to the team may well have missed was the impact he had in our clubhouse. He is a tremendous role model for our young players. His work ethic, professionalism, the way he plays the game are all great benefits uh, to that club. Very happy to have him back, as was alluded uh, to Sunday night. He is here with the expectation that he'll very likely be the everyday second baseman obviously also provides us with a little bit of protection should we need him on the other side of the diamond. But initially, the fit is very clearly at second base. Uh, there was an interest from the start in bringing him back, Rick Hahn said. Uh, he knew we wanted him. He knew T.A. was going to be the everyday shortstop, and this was his first opportunity of his career to test uh, free agency he wanted to see what was available to him. Ultimately, he had options to go elsewhere, but I think he felt very comfortable here and liked the idea of playing with this group and playing for a team with very high expectations. With the change in the shift rules, having someone with range and a strong arm and good instincts is going to be uh, of added benefit in the middle infield. We think Elvis profiles that way, Rick Hahn continued. Uh, certainly going to be no doubt that he's going to be put, he's going to put the work in to make himself as good as possible at that position and look forward to get uh, getting started today. Uh, something we talked about uh, yesterday uh, on the uh, on my weekly podcast, Good Guys Talk Back with my co-host Pat Hester. I mentioned it on the most uh, recent uh, Locked On episode, the range uh, you're going to need so much more range this year at the second base position with the shift being banned. And, and Rick Hahn uh, spoke of that on Monday. Uh, more from Hahn. I think Andrews felt very comfortable here and liked the idea of playing with this group. Wanted to repeat that uh, because that that is something that I think has been uh, talked about a lot this past offseason. Will players actually want to come to the Chicago White Sox? Is this a place of destination? And uh, for Elvis Andrews, Seeing what this team, what the potential of this team is, seeing that, uh, you know, it, it was enticing to Andrews. So what happens to Romy Gonzalez, a guy that everybody was so high on just a week ago, uh, you know, getting praise from Grafol, from Han, uh, videos coming out by the Chicago White Sox uh, featuring Romy Gonzalez talking about how he's ready to win the position. This is what Han said. Uh, Romy is going to move around the infield. He's going to even play a little bit of corner outfield as well. It's something he did some in college. Someone described it as a Ben Zobrist type role. He's going to be all over. He's very solid 
at three infield positions, and we are going to get him more experience on the outfield corners and see where that leads us. The versatility will be a benefit to us, and we think the bat will play in the big leagues. A very confident Romy is going to help us win ball games in Chicago in some capacity over the course of this season, Han said. Uh, interesting. That sounds like what Lurie Garcia was doing for the Chicago White Sox team uh, for a few years. You know, playing a little bit outfield, could play several positions. Now, Romy Gonzalez is a right-handed bat. Uh, Lurie Garcia obviously can give you left-right. You know, so... Getting back to Elvis Andrews, there was a great video of uh, of Andrews talking about, you know, just being back with the White Sox. And uh, Daryl Van Scoven from the Chicago Sun-Times tweeted it out. Uh, check, find that video if you can. I mean, Elvis Andrews has just a smile for miles. It is awesome uh, seeing the excitement and how relieved and happy he is. Now, there was some anxiety he talked about uh, regarding, you know, his first free agency uh, he was very o- open about that, not sure where he was going to go, trusted his agent, uh, but reiterated, hey, I wanted to come back to the White Sox. And uh, uh, just seeing his smile, I smiled that he is so excited to be with this club. Uh, so to make room uh, for Elvis Andrews, uh, left-handed pitcher Bennett Sousa was uh, designated for assignment, uh, losing a left-handed arm there. Interesting. Uh, Sosa was 27 years old, went 3-0 and with an 8.41 ERA, one save, six holds, and 12 strikeouts over 25 appearances with the White Sox in 2022, uh, his first major league season. Uh, now let's talk a little bit about Lenin Sosa. What's going to happen to him now? Uh, this is what Han said. Uh, Sosa being a little bit younger and a little less far along in his development wouldn't uh, surprise me if he makes an impact in Chicago as well. But having that depth in the middle infield puts us in a better position to withstand whatever lies ahead. I, I'm assuming uh, what Rickon might might be alluding to are injuries. Perhaps you know you got to have that depth. You got to be strong up the middle. Need to improve defensively. I mean that's an understatement with what happened with this White Sox team last season, and the Sox got better on Sunday by bringing Elvis Andrews back. So again, what about Lurie Garcia? Haven't heard his name thrown around in any of these comments. Uh, You know, is he the odd man out? It'd be tough to uh, let go of that money that is owed to him. That, that would be, that would be difficult. I don't see the White Sox doing that. However, if Romy can do everything and probably has a little bit more power, why is Lurie still on the team? I mean, the left-handed bat, uh, and maybe the money, maybe some uh, more clarification in that in the coming days. Uh, all White Sox fans want to forget about last season, and Yasmani Grandal feels the same way. He's ready for the workload of a full season, and Pedro Grafol has been impressed. Uh, more on that in a moment. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Uh, looking for a delicious treat, but don't want all the fat and calories? Then you got to try a Built Bar. Uh, We just got through the holidays, and I know my goal is to eat a little bit more healthier this year. If you're like me, where you want to eat healthier but don't want to compromise taste, then I've got just the thing for you. Got to try Built. uh, With Built, uh, healthy is actually tasty. They're so delicious, you won't think they're good for you. Perfect for your New Year's resolution. If you are still doing that, congratulations, by the way. What makes Built uh, so good? 
For starters, they're covered in 100% real chocolate. That's right, real chocolate. And they come in unbelievable flavors like churro, peanut butter, brownie, and coconut almond. Not sure how Built does it. Uh, these bars taste like a candy bar while maintaining amazing macros. And what's even better is they are healthy. Only 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, and a whopping 17 grams of protein. And now you don't need to wait around to get a box in the mail for years. Uh, we've been talking about ordering your Built Bars at Built.com. Now you can get them at your local Walmart or Sam's Club. That's right. Head to your nearest Walmart today. Walk up to the pharmacy section and grab yourself a a box of Built Bars. You can pick up a four-bar box of cookies and cream, double chocolate, or coconut puffs. If you're close to a Sam's Club, run in and grab a 13-bar box with our hit flavors of brownie batter and churro. Uh, Yasmani Grandal, uh, you know, there, there's a faction of fans, and I totally get it, that wanted to see Yasmani Grandal uh, off this team. I'm sure I was in that camp uh, last season. Extremely frustrated, as I know, Yasmani Grandal was after reading everything I have read uh, this past offseason. Uh, he stayed in Chicago, uh, was working out uh, like crazy, you know, to, to improve himself uh, behind the plate, get his legs strong. That will help his uh, his offense. And, you know, more we're getting more information. You know, I feel like every couple weeks there's something more on Yasmani Grandal. Uh, and what he's looking forward to and what's being said about him. Uh, this is what Grandal said right off the bat. Uh, we've already spoke about last year. It's a new year. Let's talk about this year. Uh, amen to that. Uh, I, I absolutely agree with it. Uh, Grandal went further. Grueling, uh, as in like where I was at the end of last year, Yes, uh, when regards to his uh, workout program this offseason. But previous years before that, I got after it pretty hard. It was exactly what I was looking for. You see the difference right away. You see the difference catching and moving and running and hitting and then recovering. It's way faster uh, than you are used to recovering. That's why the regimen of training seven days a week and understanding what it is that we needed to do on a daily basis that's why it helps out once you get to spring training. You don't have the body aches, the pains, nothing like that. It's a matter of coming in and keeping your routine going and taking it all the way from here to the end of the season. It feels good driving the ball the way I want, Grandal said. My legs are working the way I want. The difference from this year to last year is I had to try and swing, and it shouldn't be that way. It should be effortless. It should feel like you're not even trying to swing the bat. The bat is just going, which is how I'm feeling at this moment. Wow, that's great to hear. Remember, that was one of the issues uh, that derailed his power, uh, whether it was last season or especially a couple seasons ago. At the beginning of the year, he just didn't have his legs. He could not get any power generated because he didn't feel right the lower half. And I really, what I really love about these quotes, and I know everybody's feeling great, everybody's in the best shape of their life, but you know, the, the talk of, look, I got to get myself going in the off season. I, I can't start getting myself going at Camelback Ranch because, like Grandal just said, the aches and pains, you might just not be feeling right. I need to already have gone through that. Uh, this past off season. So I hit the ground running in Camelback Ranch, and then I am absolutely ready to go 
uh, come opening day. Uh, this is uh, Grandal on, on what he's seen uh, from Pedro Grafol. He's been great, uh, Grandal said. Obviously, you see him pretty much all over the place. I can only speak for the catching group. Uh, he's been with us. He shared his knowledge when it comes down to catching. He's talked about pitchers. He's talked about sequences and stuff like that, game situations and things like that. So from that standpoint, uh, of you, he's been great. And remember, Salvi Perez, pretty good catcher for the Kansas City Royals for multiple years. He could not say enough good things about Pedro Grafol and how Grafol helped him out uh, during uh, his early years. Uh, catcher, not DH. Uh, this was from a, a Merkin article. Uh, Grandal is Grafol's catcher with the manager not even thinking about games at DH for Grandal at this point. Uh, Grandal doesn't have a set number of starts behind the plate on his mind. Again, working in the final season of a four-year, $73 million deal, leaving that decision to the coaching staff. Uh, I'm going to be ready on a daily basis, and whenever I'm playing, I'm playing. Uh, whenever I'm not, I'm still doing whatever it is I need to do to get ready, Grandal said. The fact that I'm able to move through the bottom while I'm catching, being agile back there, being strong, having my legs underneath me, it's going to allow me to do many things behind the plate, whether it's blocking, receiving, or throwing, whatever it is that I need to do from that aspect of the game, it feels really good. And Grafol on Grandal's health, uh, he's been able to get in positions this year that he wasn't able to get in last year body-wise. He's working lower to the ground. He doesn't have to get on a knee as much. So now we're just fine-tuning the details. He just wasn't healthy last year, and now he is. He's working his butt off. It's a prove-it year. For Yasmani Grandal, uh, he has definitely talked about coming back to the White Sox. We shall see. Uh, but again, uh, you got to be healthy. And it sure sounds like he is in a different spot at this point than he was last year. Maybe the disappointment uh, and embarrassment of 2022 will provide a motivation for this season. Perhaps it really might. Uh, they're just words, though. But the White Sox players seem to have an edge about them. More on that in a moment. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Uh, the midway point of the NBA season is here, and now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sports book, because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. Uh, that's bonus, bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Uh, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Uh, then you can bet on anything from the money line to point scores and threes drained. Plus, FanDuel uh, even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with a same-game parlay. Uh, so don't miss the chance to get your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to learn more. Uh, make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Some news and notes. Again, there has been so many articles to pour over uh, these last several days. A lot of uh, video and, of, of course, quotes and testimonials, what players have done uh, this past offseason to get them ready, what they think about this team. And of course, with uh, the addition of Elvis Andrus on Sunday, 
there seems to be a little bit more excitement over the last 48 hours, I would say. Uh, and all those uh, projections and you know predictions that that came out a week or so, they might they might be tweaked a little bit. Again, I don't think Elvis Andrews uh, puts this White Sox team all of a sudden in the AL elite. Uh, but I absolutely love the veteran presence. I love the range he's going to bring to second base. I love hearing, you know, how how so much of a great, you know, clubhouse guy he is, a mentor uh, to the young guys on this team. He wants to be here. The White Sox wanted him to be here, uh, and you know, one year, three million, you know, and that's what it took. And it just—I don't know about you as a White Sox fan, but breathing a little easier, knowing that it looks like we've got. Uh, second base figured out and now we've got some depth especially uh, with you know how excited everyone is about Romy Gonzalez got to see it still you know like what I'm hearing but got to got to see what he can do and uh, creating a little bit of competition you know you know maybe uh, maybe Romy Gonzalez and Lenin Sosa step it up a little bit more you know now they're in a battle and again Lurie Garcia uh, again you want to anoint Elvis Andrews and have you know you're my second baseman but you know, I think there's still going to be a competition that's healthy. They, they, meaning Gonzalez and Sosa, at least to get to learn from a veteran and how he handles his business, uh, meaning Elvis Andrews. So uh, Tim Anderson got a quote from him, and uh, it's simple, uh, very direct, but I love it. it it's uh, regarding Jose Abreu, and this is what Anderson said. Uh, we're definitely going to miss him, uh, but we're not going to dwell on him. We're opening up with him, so we'll see him. It's still love, but we got to push towards our goals as well. It's simple. It's very, very simple, but I think that is a great point. Look, respect to you, Jose Abreu. You are going to be a White Sox legend. You'll be regarded as a legend. You'll have your number retired. You'll have a statue, but we're not We're not thinking about you. We are moving on uh, with the team that we have. You know, We'll see you early. Uh, and we'll and we'll be aware of what you're doing, uh, but we're not going to dwell on you. I, I thought that was simple, but it's very it, it's impactful. It's meaningful on what uh, Tim Anderson uh, said. Uh, Sacks got through the first uh, five days of camp with no injuries. Uh, knock on wood, Griffol said. Uh, that's a big part of this thing, a huge part of this thing. Feedback from players will allow us to be proactive instead of reactive. Thank you, Pedro Griffol proactive instead of reactive. Uh, Griffol continued, that's a really important message in this camp. Let's get ahead of these things so we can nip them in the bud a little bit. I mean, I can't I can't like that quote enough. Uh, that has been something I thought the White Sox have lacked in over the years. Uh, reactive instead of proactive. Like hearing that so much from Griffol. Andrew Benatendi arrived. He talked with the media on Monday. This is what he had to say. I know what this team could do. I'm happy to be a part of it. Uh, you can't win a World Series in April, May, or July, but you can set yourself up to be in a spot, and that's what I plan on doing, uh, taking spring training to get ready. Another simple message, but set yourself up for success right now, and obviously we hope that that is a whole team Thing, uh, that occurs. Uh, solid praise for Grafol as well. Ben Attendee, obviously, with that experience uh, playing in Kansas City uh, and thinks that this ball club, the, these uh, this group of players will really uh, enjoy Pedro Grafol. And then how about Lance Lynn? <laughs> this is a great quote from Lance Lynn. I don't know if you saw it. Uh, someone told me we're projected to be under 500 
that's pretty good because we were 500 last year uh, with a crummy team. He used a different word. So I like our chances of being better uh, than their proje uh, projections this year. This is my third year here. They haven't been correct with any of them so far. Hopefully we make sure they're not correct again and definitely on the way higher side than whatever amount of wins they have. Uh, Lance Lynn bringing the fire. Uh, I think he's going to, he's also going to take on a leadership role, uh, as well, folks. Thank you so very much for making this podcast part of your daily routine. You can find the lockdown white Sox podcast. Absolutely. Everywhere you find your podcast. We're on Twitter at lockdown socks. You can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore. Uh, GGTV. Hey, and don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel and get your questions in for Wednesday's mailbag episode, LockedOnSocks at gmail.com. Thanks for making Lockdown White Sox your first listen. Now make your second listen, the Lockdown MLB Prospects. Uh, host Lindsey Crosby is a prospect encyclopedia and he's going deep on the MLB Stars of Tomorrow. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. And coming up on the next episode, we're going to open up the mailbag as battles for roster spots continue as the White Sox inch closer to their first game of the spring. Really appreciate you making time for the Lockdown White Sox podcast. I'm Nick Murawski, and until next time, go Sox!